Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Jacob Eliason Podcast. My name is Jacob. I am your host, and I am recording from dreary, muggy, rainy Memphis, Tennessee, but I'm joined in the home office studio this morning by my girl, Ruby. She is currently asleep on her bed that she has in my office, and she has been for like the last 35 minutes, so... If you are like me and you are home a whole lot more right now as you practice social distancing, I encourage you to go back and listen to the other four episodes of this. Uh, This is a new podcast, but I still already have four episodes that can fill your ears with my lovely voice. So go do that now and subscribe if you like it. Hit me up on Twitter. That's where I am hanging out because I don't have anything else to do right now other than work. And uh, yeah, let's get to today's show. You know, one of the things that I mentioned on one of the first few episodes of this podcast was that uh, I have this belief that my generation, our generation, the millennial generation, including Gen X, have both like a massive responsibility and also a massive opportunity as the world continues to move forward at a rapid speed. And so on this episode, um, as part of my self-isolation and quarantine series, I want to open the table for discussion on that exact same topic. So this COVID-19 coronavirus situation has given me the opportunity to learn about a lot of things that I was unfamiliar with before. And in turn, what happens there is my perspective shifts um, and how I think about certain things starts moving around and you start questioning things you knew and things that are being told to you. And anyway, All of that is happening, but there's like something that's super apparent to me in all of this. And that that happened yesterday. It became really apparent yesterday in the face of something totally disrupting the entire world. Like I'm talking about this event is so historic with its magnitude. And as a millennial, all eyes are on us. Literally. The reason I say that is yesterday or maybe the day before during a White House briefing, um, basically them give, the government was giving updates on their efforts with COVID-19 and then they opened the floor for Q and a and reporters asked questions and they have medical staff up there to, to answer questions and, uh, provide as much information to the public as they possibly could. Right. So the other day, doctor, there, there was a question asked and Dr. Deborah Burks, who is the white house coronavirus response coordinator, interesting job title, the white house coronavirus response coordinator. Deborah Burks, she made a public statement. She answered a question, and part of what she said was um, focused straight towards millennials. And it's worth noting that the primary driver for the the statement that was made and the following quotes that I'm going to read you is the fact that it wasn't really a good connotation. It was more like, hey, you guys are still at bars You guys are still at beaches and in restaurants, and this is all in the wake of what's probably going to be the biggest international crisis in our lifetime and in modern history. So it wasn't necessarily a good jab, but as I heard it, I I listened back to it and kind of really tried to think about what she was saying, and the underlying message is, is simple. Millennials, if you're listening to this, and... I'm going to say the older group of Gen Z, like that, that, that 
very front end of Generation Z, and even those late Gen X, that kind of fringe millennial. We have a responsibility, and we do have a role to play in helping the entire world solve a problem and move forward. We do. And I would argue, furthermore, that such responsibilities will bring even more opportunities, even bigger opportunities for this generation in years to come. So keep that in mind as we move forward. And I'm going to read you the quote from Dr. Burks that she said at the press briefing. She said, I want to speak particularly to our largest generations now, our millennials. I'm the mom of two wonderful millennial young women who are bright and hardworking, and I will tell you exactly what I told them. They are the core group that will stop this virus. They are the group that communicates successfully independent of picking up a phone. They intuitively know how to contact each other without being in large social gatherings. The millennials are incredibly good about getting information out in a clear way, but more importantly, they're incredibly good about understanding how to protect one another, how to protect their parents, and how to protect their grandparents. When you look at data, it's very important to integrate both health data and public health data and cases with the census. If you look at every large city across America, and then you look at the census bar graph, you'll see that in every single case, the largest numbers, about 22% in many cities, are millennials. So, that was said on the world stage. Those words about this generation. So it's one thing, it kind of hit me, because it's like, it's one thing, you know, to read blogs that are uh, most of the time writers' opinions on things. And it's, it's one thing to read a blog with a writer's opinion of how the younger generations are shifting and affecting the world. But it's another thing to kind of be called out and called on, you know, by the government in the middle of a state of emergency. So with that being said, what I kind of want to do on this episode, because again, time has opened up for me and I am going to do these as much as possible. So I'd like to take the rest of this episode to kind of discuss this particular topic. And maybe, maybe we should call it the state of the generation address. Or maybe not. I don't know. That didn't sound nearly as good out loud as it did on paper here in front of me. Regardless, through this whole process, what's been happening is I've been asking myself, what is my role? You know, what can I do? What is the best thing for me to do to help my fellow man? That kind of thing. Like, what am I supposed to be doing? How am I supposed to be acting? And I just kind of want to just share what I think to be a few important things that you could consider as you navigate the next few months, few years, however long the shockwaves of this last and infuse that into your line of thinking. The first thing, we do have a major opportunity to flatten this curve and to significantly impact this situation. And to tell you the truth, it only boils down to a couple things. We're the largest generation on earth. We've got the numbers. We're very similar with a fringe of Gen X and a fringe of Gen Z. So we have even more numbers. And if we just listen to what they say and go home and stay inside and practice social distancing every chance you get, then we can severely impact this in a positive way. If, if all three of these generations just follow directions, do what they're saying, we could severely impact this in a positive way. I've seen a lot of tweets that say something like, in a few months, if this is looked at as an overreaction, then we did the right thing, and I agree with that. 
So the other thing here is the government is seriously considering paying everyone money to stay home and avoid going outside. They're considering paying us, giving us money so that we can stay in and afford to stay in with everything shutting down. And I know there's going to be arguments about it not being enough. There's going to be arguments about it shouldn't, it should be going to something else. But if they are considering doing that, stay home. It's kind of obvious that it's important. So anyway, that's the main thing. We just have, we have an immediate responsibility to help slow this ish down. So go home, go home. Another thing here. Good information is extremely, extremely critical. Check your sources. And look, this is for your own safety just as much as it is for our parents and our grandparents and the generations above us. At this point, how things are, like like I've stated over and over here, it's kind of our responsibility to ensure their safety. Like our parents and our grandparents are, they fall in the demographic that are most affected by this pandemic. And even further than that, we consume our news. We get our information differently than different generations based on our methods of consumption with technology and growing up like that. And because of that, we have the keen spidey sense of being able to sniff out really bad information. And if our parents and our grandparents are getting hold of bad information that's lying to them and manipulating them, that is not a good thing. So we have a responsibility to make sure that the information that we are sharing and consuming is from the right source. And with that being said, call your parents and call your grandparents and tell them to stay home. Just tell them to stay home. I know they can be stubborn and want to get out and do some things, but If you have the right information and you understand the severity of this, don't let them argue with you. Get your information straight on how important it is for their safety and their health and for other people's health. And don't let them get lied to. Now is a good time to explain to them that they should stop reading everything you see on the internet and find trusted sources. Because I know, I know, our parents and our grandparents are going to share things that are not real, That's just how it works. But in normal everyday life, it's not really a big deal, right? In situations like these, we need to have the talk. So make sure your information is good. Another thing, and this is probably a big one. It's a very short one. You don't really have to dive into it too much because I think it's obvious. But you you have to be able to adapt in the middle of all this. Being able to adapt is going to set people apart with what's going on right now in the workforce and in business itself on the entrepreneurship and leadership, you know, being able to juggle like this is a strength that millennials and Gen Z Z and, you know, even Gen X that I know, like we've already got this ability because of technology to be able to juggle things that are online and offline, you know, online relationships, offline relationships, online work, offline work, interests that are internet-based social media outlets combined with that, what I actually like to do and I'm just by myself. Like, We've kind of been able to juggle and, and go back and forth mentally from between these two pretty much worlds uh, for most of our lifetime. And this is a situation where being able to do that is going to come in handy um, because 
there's going to be a responsibility for us to step up and use that kind of stuff in our communities um, and in our families and in our careers uh, that may have been considered a little, I don't want to say taboo, but not generally accepted. You know, a lot of just moving forward technologically and businesses moving online and stuff, people still kind of dig their heels in. Um, But I think this is going to be there's a responsibility for us to bring those strengths to the table in our communities and our families and our careers um, in a time where people are going to be needing us to use it, where maybe they weren't looking for it as much in the past. And I really don't like talking about depressing stuff, but this, this whole deal is something that, that I feel like just needs to be discussed. It's important. It's going to be something that, you know, four and five decades from now was still a major historical event. And we're just right in the, in the middle of it. And we got an opportunity. I just think that's worth being said out loud. And if you think about it, the world's going to be handed over to us someday. Um, and things like this kind of make me feel like I'm the sixth man right now. And being that sixth man means that we're the next man up. When a starter goes down, we're the next man up. And you know what? I said I wasn't going to talk about Tom Brady on my podcast, but here we are. This gives us and could give us a Tom Brady-like opportunity to come off the bench before we expected to, before we thought our time was, even though we were ready, and make a big impact. So that impact comes in the form of a few different opportunities, in my opinion. Um, And these are kind of a handful that generally I anticipate – and I'm interested to see how it plays out because it already kind of is. And that first thing is this whole experience could reshape the workforce. This coronavirus situation has smacked the corporate world in the face by people being forced to work from home and being advised to work from home and people working from home being the sole way that you can operate your business ethically in the middle of these times. And so millions of people are being exposed to remote work for the very first time. They're being exposed to freelancing for the first time. They're being exposed to the idea that maybe you don't have to be in an office full of people to run a business. And they've been exposed to maybe higher productivity levels when people work from home. And maybe they've been exposed to the idea that their employees may be suffocating with anxiety because they feel like they can't have work outside of work. They feel like they can't have side gigs. Well, I think things are about to change. Because right now, today, companies across the entire world are trying to wrestle and figure out how in the world to take their companies online. How do we communicate? How do we keep things secure? You know, how there's cybersecurity and stuff involved. Networks, um, communication, project management. Lots of people who sit in, in a big room together and are on teams and shout things back and forth that... We'll have to find a new organizational system. You know, sales teams being forced to work remotely when they're used to being working in cubicles. Like, so many different things are shifting and companies and small businesses alike. You know, major companies, small businesses, entrepreneurship alike. Even communities are having to shift how they work temporarily. And based on a lot of data and a lot of statistics that show that a lot of these things that they're having to do are already things that have been recommended before in a lot of different areas and not been implemented. I'm interested to see how this all shakes down because I think things are about to change. And another huge opportunity I see for the millennial generation and Gen Z and 
Gen X, whatever the case may be, comes in the in the mindset of age isn't really a factor anymore. And I think if you're like me, there's been tons of situations where, um, you know, you're sitting in a meeting and you just don't even feel qualified to be in there. Like, how is a 26-year-old in the same room with all of these 50 and 60-year-old business professionals? I'm too young to start this business or I'm too young to speak on a stage in front of people or I'm too young to start a podcast and it actually have anything to do, like have anybody to listen because I'm 25. Well, that's not a factor anymore. It hasn't been for a minute, but like reality is here now. And that's going to happen in business. That's going to happen in politics. That's going to happen in media and entertainment. And you're already really seeing that happen. But like now we're to the point, maybe the tipping point, these massive, these massive conglomerates, small and small businesses alike, again, are going to be looking towards that millennial forward thinking, technologically savvy, adaptable, versatile, good at a lot of different things, type of work in life. So this may very well be our responsibility to make sure that we push the workforce and we push the economy and we push the communities that we're in in the right direction. If we've got the numbers and we've got the momentum, then the opportunities are insane. So yeah, man, I just think there's responsibility on our shoulders and opportunity afoot would be the best way to put it. And since I'm going to be speaking words into a microphone and trying to speak words that matter, I felt like this was a very opportunistic time to just say, hey, Generation Y, why you no stay home? Why? Anyway, that's it for today. I just had a few thoughts on where our generation stands and the opportunities that we have and the responsibility that kind of falls on our shoulders. And uh, I hope... This is this has resonated. I would love to know like what you think about this. Because this is just me sharing like right now, here are the things that I see as opportunities. Here are the responsibilities that we have to do our part to make sure that we're all pushing in the same direction. And I, I mean, I would love to know. Shoot me an email. It's Jacob at jacobeliason.com. You can go to jacobeliason.com and read my blogs. I'm I'm gonna write a a, a column kind of thing about this too. A lot of the things I talked about on here, but more in like a formal way, but if you go to my site, you can sign up for my newsletter um, or just DM me on Twitter. Hit me up on Twitter and follow me and send me a message and let me know. Just be like, hey, I feel you. We got a responsibility and, you know, um, would love to start connecting with people who are ready to make things happen across the board. So, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. It's gloomy outside. I wish I could keep going, but I think that's it for today. As I always say, and by always, I mean I started it last time. We're going to be spending a lot of time together, but I'm glad that I can spend it with you. Until next time, I'm out.